This is part two of our look into neuro-linguistic programming, otherwise known as NLP. In this episode, we finish looking at the proponents. We look at some specific techniques that you can use and try. And I even play a video where you can hear audio of an amazing example of NLP in action. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girl's Guide. Okay, so let's talk about these sensory channels a little bit more. Because I want you to be able to lock either which one you're using or which one the person you're talking to is using. Okay. Now, I'm going to explain them. This is not like one of those things where you're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a visual. I'm a audible. I'm a kinesthetic. You use all of them. Okay. And different, whichever one you're using is speaking to like what else is going on. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. But you're probably going to have one that you use more. Okay. Okay. So the first one is visual. Okay. I'm going to read you this. This is from the NLP Academy. Okay. Do you think it lines up with your Claire's? Absolutely. Okay. I want to see what you think after I explain it. Okay. Okay. So when in visual mode, a person is paying attention to their visual experience in the sensory map and predominantly mapping through internal images. That That sounds clairvoyant. Yeah. A lot of visual language will be used. For example, you have a bright future. This idea is hazy. Oh, okay. Okay. Breathing is from the top of the chest and their voice is higher pitched than the other two systems. Interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So you're going to, when someone is in their processing, I I think of it as processing, Mm -hmm. but they're using the sensory channel, a visual, they're going to talk up here. Okay. All right. Because that's where they're pulling from. They're going up. Okay. They're like pulling everything through this visual filter in their mind. Right. Their head is up. Their eyes often go upward as they access visual information. Okay. So like, have you ever seen someone trying to think and they're like, uh, and they like look at the ceiling as if the answer is there? Yes. I had a teacher that would always say to me, the answer is not written on the ceiling, Heather. Excuse me. Actually, it is. When I studied NLP, I was like, I can't wait to tell them the answer was written on the ceiling. Oh, that's rude. Yeah. But using, doing that with your eyes is helping you access visual information from your brain, which we learned about in EMDR. Yes. Okay. So speech is quick to describe ongoing images and movies. Because your people who are processing thing, things visually mm-hmm. are as as one of them, as the as the captain of the team, <laughs> right. the president of the club. <laughs> right. The images are coming very very fast. Okay. So you're speaking very very fast to try to keep up with the images that you're seeing. Okay. So someone is going to have like a uh, they're going to use a higher pitch in their voice. They're going to be a lot breathier and they're going to be speaking fast. That's real evidence that they're in their visual sensory channel. Okay. Okay. Uh, People will be less aware of the other systems, especially in visual. So like whichever one you're in, you're more aware of that one. Mm -hmm. But people in visual will forget that they can hear and they will forget that they have a body because they're, the imagery is so consuming. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, And they even like, if they picked up like a real cue of someone like body language wise, they might even dismiss it okay. because they're too busy processing the imagery. Gestures are pointing and are used in communication to emphasize key elements as well as to keep track of the mental images being created. I'm doing it right now with my fingers. Yep. You can see it. Yep. Okay. 
Visually oriented people will remember through internal images, which is generally a good strategy for memory and spelling. They talk in pictures, often draw a diagram to illustrate their point. They make visual based value judgments on how a person looks. Okay. Okay. So why this is important. If you're speaking to someone who is processing what you're saying visually, you want to speak to them visually. Right. To okay. connect with them. Yes. Right. Whether you want them to understand what you're talking about, whether mm-hmm. you want them to like feel connected to you, you want to mimic that or mirror it is what it's called in NLP. Okay. Okay. Now, if you're doing it, you just want to be aware of it because you want to understand that you're using visual. So if you're trying to better understand something, mm-hmm. you want to bring in visual. Okay. Do you see how close the clairvoyance is? Yeah, is? super close. Okay. Yeah. Auditory is the next one. So when in auditory mode, a person is mapping predominantly in sounds and internal dialogue and will use language that denotes sound such as tune into or sound out. Okay. As I continue to explain this, I want you to think of your daughter because this is her. She uses this all the time. Yep. Some people who process a lot of auditory value logic and make sense of the world through inner dialogue. Auditory mode promoter promotes linear style thinking through inner dialogue, me, sorry, memorizing in steps, procedures, and sequences. In auditory mode, breathing is from the middle of the chest and speech is pronounced and deliberate rather than quick with a visual. Okay. So people who are auditory take their time speaking and they put a lot of emphasis on certain words and they get very caught up in how did I sound? Because they're aware of how it sounds. Yeah, like, oh, I messed up saying that. And like no one noticed. Yeah, that's very clear audience. Exactly. Okay. In auditory, a person will tend to move their eyes sideways and down to their left. Oh, I do that. When accessing in the auditory channel, a person is more likely to be distracted by noise as they have a higher auditory awareness. Okay. Auditory learners enjoy learning by listening, talking, and repeating to others. These are verbal processors. Interesting. Okay. They have trouble in learning other languages Mm -hmm. unless it can be really phonetic. Okay. Okay. And so English is very difficult because English is not phonetic. Exactly. Okay. So a person who processes a lot of auditory tends to value verbal feedback, likes to talk things over, and remembers verbal instructions quite easily. They will also respond to a certain tone of voice or set of words. So like tone of voice Mm. will rub them the wrong way. This is me. I I feel like I connect with this a lot. Sure. Definitely. Um, So some people will make judgments based on auditory information, how a person sounds. Mm. When communicating, they totally emphasize key points. Yeah. Yep, that that tracks. Okay. (laughs) Kinesthetic. When in kinesthetic mode, people are mapping predominantly in feelings and therefore have high body awareness. Mm -hmm. When in kinesthetic mode, a person will use language that correlates to feelings like get a grip. I have a gut feeling. In kinesthetic mode, individuals are more connected with body sensations, touch, and the feeling of clothes on their body. Breathing is from their lower stomach and speech is slower because the words used are describing feelings and feelings are slower to access than images and sounds. Yep. Okay. When communicating, touch is often used to emphasize key points. Okay. So think of clairsentient people and how they always have to touch you. So if you have someone talking to you and they keep touching you, when they touched you, what they were saying, they really place a lot of importance on that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, People who have high kinesthetic orientation enjoy movement and hands-on activities. 
Kinesthetic learners learn through hands-on activities and enjoy physical experiences such as sports, body work, massages, massages, etc. Ooh, I enjoy a massage. Yeah, we all <laughs> don't we all. Okay, so here's why the, these are important. First of all, you use different ones all the time. Yeah, I think a, a cool experiment to do is to notice in the different things that you're doing which which one becomes more dominant. Right. So like. When you're at work, are you more auditory? When you're with your kids, are you more visual? When you're you know, learning something, are you more kinesthetic? Because I think that that will really help you understand yourself. Right, Okay. I agree. In addition, the people around you, if you're noticing mm -hmm. how they're taking in the information and then you start to speak to it, that is huge. Yeah. And people are very yeah. obvious. You don't have to notice how they're breathing. I think that's harder to clock. Yeah. But you can hear in their language. Mm -hmm. like. It, I will quite often say, do you see what I mean? Right. That is because I process everything visually. I literally see the meaning. Yes, you do. Okay. Right. If someone's like, do you hear what I'm saying? Like, obviously I auditory. hear what you're saying. Right. They're, but you, they're you get processing it, it auditorily. Right. If that right. was like, do, do you, does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. That's a clear cognizant person, right. right? Like people are telling you in their language because they assume that their map is also your map. Correct. So by hearing that and picking up on that, it can help you when you're connecting with people. And I think sometimes that might take a while to get there. Like, I think you personally are mm -hmm. hardwired for, yes. I think you have like a really solid filing system mm -hmm. that like you note something mm -hmm. and then it goes into a file and then you can, you remember. Yeah. Just like talking to someone once. Yeah. Like you're noting it and then, and then you can pull it back up. I'll forget their name, but I'll remember Correct. their childhood trauma real easy. Right. Or yeah. like, or that they're like clairvoyant oh, yeah. or whatever. Like, I yes. think, you know, you file away yes. exactly how to talk to people. Yes. For someone like me, it takes me a lot more time. Yeah. I think I'm aware of it and I'm yeah. noting it, but for me to be able to call it back. Yes. It takes me a, like, m like many more times. Yes. Interacting with the person mm -hmm. to call it back. So if you're not like getting it the first time that's normal exactly right like we're, we're all we all like file things differently and i should also that brings up a good point human beings are designed just like with the body language episode how i explained this like yes. you're picking up all of it right you're reading body language all whether you know it or and not reacting to it right. whether you know what right. the body language is right you're doing this with these techniques too but you, right. you don't maybe have the reaction time as quick because right. you haven't been doing it your whole life like I have, right? right? Like right. you haven't been like automatically sort of filing all this extra information or the way you're processing it, you're just not like in the moment really cognizant of what you're doing. Exactly. So this is more like something you already do, but now you're just kind of being a little bit more strategic with it. You're thinking a little bit more about it. It makes me think about like the people that you see on like these videos or TikToks of like the Karens mm. who are like, but like the sort of ultra Karen who's like <laughs> flipping out on someone. Yes. And it, it's like, seems like over nothing. Yes. But they're actually, they're oftentimes there are many people who are, they're actually perceiving body language. Yes. And getting triggered by it. And, but yes. they don't know it. They don't know what they have associated. And so they're instantly flipping out and furious because someone like looked at them wrong or rolled their eyes or turned their body in the yes, wrong way. Right. Exactly. So it's, I mean, and I'm not saying that like, not that's an excuse for, for you to be right. like flipping tables in a though. McDonald's, but like, 
it's a reason why, like if, if you can actually understand that you're picking up these cues and why they're triggering you, you're much more likely to be able to manage them. It really feeds into your emotional intelligence. Exactly. And you can have a much more emotionally intelligent experience. So if right. you are near the Karen flipping out. Right. If if there's two people standing there. Right. And I'm one of them and there's just somebody else next mm-hmm. to me. The person next to me is probably feeling mad and upset and just like completely can't understand how Karen could be being so mean to whoever she's being mean right. to. Right. Right. But me, I, the way I'm wired, and then I'm using these techniques on top of it, I do, I do that all processes. Right. But I'm going like, what triggered her? What happened? What right. caused that? What is, what's in her language that's like, I'm so effing curious that Correct. I want to know where that came from. That it, it takes the emotionality out of it. So I'm not right. reacting like the right. person next to me who's just like baffled. You know what I mean? And right. I, honestly, I think that's why I'm good in an emergency. Yes. Is because I'm, I'm like wait, there's information that I need to figure out and, and deal with. And like, I experience all the feelings, but they kind of process later because I'm just yes. really taking in the information first. Yeah. That happened to me actually when I, I was voting the other day Oh, yeah. and this woman, she was so rude mm. and her body language. And I, I didn't yell I didn't have like a Karen moment, yeah. but I did my like, I did my like dead face thing where I literally yeah, just so turn off and I'm like, so I'm like, I just look her dead in the eyes mm. and I'm like, where would you like me to stand? <laughs> Because you you used emotional intelligence in that moment, but you created that space, right? Yeah, and I was and I I was realizing in the moment that she had absolutely no idea of how her body language was coming off to people. Yes, she's not understanding that her map is not your map. Exactly. Yes. And so I was like, I'm not going to yell at this woman, but she's also not going to like shame me. Exactly. Because I'm standing in the wrong line, which I actually wasn't. I wasn't yes. actually, I was actually just giving someone space. Yes. So I was like, see, where would you like me to go? Interaction. <laughs> I would have been so excited because I, exactly. would have been going like, first of all, I would have clocked that clearly there was a trigger for you being told you were not following the correct directions. I mean, I know you, so I know that about you, but like, I right. think I would have clocked it as a stranger exactly. and that you were using <laughs> right. NLP to switch her state right. into being more tuned into your perspective. Right, like I had to call her attention to me. Yes. And I and didn't I, yell at her, but I had to be like, why are you talking to me like that? And then I would have been like, why is that lady trying to look so important? Exactly. Right, like that's what this stuff is. Well, and then I realized why. It's funny you would say that because then I realized we were walking out and I realized that she was there to help count, like to log in the yeah. mail-in ballots. And she was overwhelmed uh-huh. with how many there were. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, so I was like just too much information for her. Like where, I, like she was just, she felt overwhelmed by her work. Yes. But it was easier for her to, for her to put me like in my literal place. Yes. In a line. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I was like, no, yes. ma'am. I'm, no. Mm-hmm. I'm just upholding democracy here. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been voting in this place for yeah. 15 years. I know where to stand. Right, and even if you were standing in the wrong space, it doesn't. She doesn't Don't require be mean about to it. She's like Louise. that. Yeah. yeah, but that creates like a better experience for you right. when you clock that because mm-hmm. now you don't walk away being like that lady hates me or I was wrong or I'm or I way. lost my shit or I right. I lost control of my emotions right. or whatever right. because it made you kind of tune into her map for a second. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the beauty of NLP. Today. Right. Okay. And I was sort of doing NLP and didn't realize it. 
you were 100% doing you know I mean? NLP and didn't realize right. it. You interrupted her state. Right. And you used a tone of voice that was what we call assertive tone, right? In hostage negotiation. <laughs> You used an assertive tone, but right. you weren't you weren't angry. No, I wasn't. You were assertive, and right. you snapped her out of her state for right. a second. That is NLP. Yeah, yeah. Well done. She didn't like it. No, you. It was effective though. You neurolinguistic <laughs> programmed her ass, and she was upset about it. I gotta say, the better you get at using it, the less aware the people are around you that you're using it. Right. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. It, I could have been a lot more subtle about it. But like, why would you? There's no reason. I mean, if, if this was like your boss, yes. then you would have wanted to be more subtle. Right. But there's no reason with a stranger that you have to like pull in NLP mastery. <laughs> like that's that's a lot, right. right? Okay. So some other things that NLP can treat or help you with. Um, anxiety, anxiety, we talked about phobias. We talked about any kind of panicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, communication issues, post-traumatic stress, depression, ADD, ADHD spectrum, addictions, schizophrenia, obsession and compulsions, borderline personality, hmm. manifesting, wow, negotiating, just dealing with the human race. I mean, I was just going to say, just just existing here with, with really, other people. It's really just the study of how humans work, and right. that's why I like it because you know I love human behavior. Like it right. just gives you this other sense of it. You come become like a little bit of a Sherlock in like picking up clues. Just in like how everyone's acting, and they're being very obvious about it. They didn't even try to hide the. Clues. Yeah, they don't even know they're doing it. They don't even know they're presenting right. clues. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean? Okay, so I, I did find some interesting stuff about um, NLP. Was kind of like in 2013, there was a lot of push for it to be used with um, special education. Oh, okay. And unfortunately, it died out, which I think is a bummer. And mm. I because I think if you could really understand how a kid was processing the information visually, auditorily, yes. or kinesthetically, yeah. it would make a huge difference. Yeah, and how they feel about how they're processing information. Exactly. I think that's a lot of the problem. I mean, with speaking from a, all of us, my whole family, yeah. We're, yeah. we're all neurospicy. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is just the framing of how you see your differences. Exactly. It's not actually, oftentimes it's not actually the difference. Yes. It's how you see it, how other people see it. Exactly. Right? Exactly right. Okay, so... That's a perfect example of like the study got really mixed results Mm -hmm. because it's very hard to prove in some kind of trial that the fact that the kids felt happier, Mm -hmm. that was the only result they got. Affected their performance. They felt they enjoyed learning a lot more, but they couldn't prove that it was the thing making their performance better. Oh, got it. Wasn't sciencey enough. Wasn't enough. It was too intuitive is the answer. Yep. Okay. So the other thing that I wanted to point out too is that like there's a lot of body language cues connected to words. Okay. This is something I do to you that all the time slightly annoys you. <laughs> well, I can hide my shit from most people. Yeah. That's the that's not, over, not over here. That's why a lot of people don't care for me. <laughs> so like every once in a while, Jamie will say something. I'd be like, why did you touch your face when you said that mm. word? And she's like, shit, why did I? You tell me. You tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I always say, you tell me. <laughs> but that is also NLP. So it, right. like noticing that, clocking that, like understanding body language. We have a whole episode on, so I'm not going to get into that. Go, people love that episode. Listen, it's great. The I numbers think. on that episode, people loved it. I'm glad. Listen again, go like have a refresher, Mm -hmm. but you're just taking the concepts of body language and paying attention to how they connect to the words people are saying. Right. Okay. So, okay. I think this would be a good time for a quick break. 
and we'll be right back to talk more. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. with podcast listening a great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop yep beans roasted in-house amazing baristas you know where i'm talking about restoration coffee can we go yes i need an americano and maybe a panini too Ooh, i need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl yeah check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, Heather, this week, again, TikTok obsessions. I mean, it's just it's just what happens. <laughs> this is one you sent me, uh-huh. and then I sent it back to you with a stitch. <laughs> it was bad enough the first time you sent it to me, and then I saw this, the stitch just was like, <laughs> oof. More, definitely more of my problem than yours, but we'll just play it. Okay. Decision to be the exact right decision that is a sign you are stuck in fight or flight it's also why the content sucks because a scared animal can't make good art decision. okay oh so what she says is the reason that you're stuck in or the reason that you have trouble making a decision you think everything has to be the exact right decision every decision has to be the exact right decision is because you're stuck in fight or flight it's a goddamn fight or flight response yeah. so i said that to you ah! yeah because that's, that's the me. kind of jerk friend I am where I'm like, this is your problem. <laughs> she doesn't say that. She leaves it open. That I, I could, open she could to be saying about herself. Uh, she could be saying it about me. She could be saying about someone that we we know and love. But this is, something, this is something you can do with your intuitive friends is yes. that I know she knows it's about her. Right. And I know she knows that I'm sending it to her because I love her and want yes. her to feel better. But yes. And then this guy comes on. Yeah. And he adds, and he adds insult to injury by saying... It's also why your content sucks because a scared animal can't make good art. And I was like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's why I don't like being on TikTok. That's why I don't like making the videos. <laughs> yes, because you're trying to be perfect. It has to be just right. Just if it's not right. just right, it then can't... it's not worth it. You That's also... not art. <laughs> no, but you also have to fight all the time. Like, this will make somebody mad. That bothers yes. you. Like deep down, I don't think it does. Right. I think Who it's am I like a block. Off? But like right. that worries you and you always have to overcome it. Yes. And when you think of it like, oh yeah, that's fight or flight. It really changes the way you see things. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm bringing this to the listeners because mm-hmm. I think that a lot of us, we think fight or flight is when like a bear is running at you in the yes. woods and you're like making these split second decisions. Yes. But fight or flight, fawn, freeze, whatever. Yeah. Those all happen. Yeah. Throughout your entire day. Exactly. And the, and the more dysregulated that your nervous system is. Yep. Someone like me. Well, I think you're being too hard on yourself. Well, you know but, what I mean? Like yeah. the more trained your nervous system is to be dysregulated or the more, I mean, I've been working on it for a long, long time, right? Yes, you have. Yes. But the more likely your brain is going to perceive those moments yeah. as needing a fight or flight response. Exactly right. You know? And I think 
I relate to that too. I, I don't think I have it as connected to like presenting content My as perception. You do. No. Right. I think that I would have it more connected to like, what if I don't help that person exactly how they needed to be helped? What are right. the consequences? What like what if I'm not perfect in right. this situation or whatever? I think situationally I place that on myself. Yep. I think for you it's more in like what you're putting out for content yep. and things like that. So my point is that if you don't immediately connect with that, think about where it's showing up because it's somewhere, right? We're all in that. And if your fight, like Jamie and I, it comes in the form of like obsessing over it or like making it exactly perfect. Right. Redoing it a million times. Redoing it a million times. Mm -hmm. And then like hashing it out a million times. Like my favorite thing to do when I'm doing that is like, what are people going to insult me about? Let me think about it first. Yes. That's, That's fight what I do. Flight. What are people going to be mad at first? Let me yes. th- let me head it off. <laughs> Rejection and abandonment, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> but I also yeah. know that we have a lot of artists. Yes. That listen to us, like from like the people we've sort of like met, yeah. quote unquote, on Instagram. Yeah. That follow us. We have a ton of creative people. So if yeah. you're feeling a creative block, yeah. Look at look into this. Yes, but also look when that starts to shift. Right. That you're doing some good work. Like mm-hmm. I'm watching it shift in you. Yes. I mean, you just did some beautiful decorating and sent me pictures recently. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Toot toot. <laughs> toot my own horn. So it's also the other side of like when you start to free that up, mm-hmm. like look what gets to happen. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So give yourself a break. Give yourself a lot of grace. Right. But also like Work on that stuff so you can heal. So you're not mm-hmm. always in a fight or flight response. Yeah. Not only are you going to destroy your adrenals and your thyroid, but you're Oof. also going to just not be having a good day. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Now I just want to tell you the five techniques that Tony Robbins teaches. And here's why I want to tell you these. It's because if you go out into the self-help world mm-hmm. to learn NLP, this will be the focus. Okay. This will be like class one. Gotcha. So I just want to give you like an overview. Of right. It. So the first is called image training. Okay. Okay. So that is you imagine yourself doing the thing successfully and very detailed. Okay. So before you're doing it. Okay. So visualization. Yes. Like Tom Brady. Yes. Well, my example was going to be my dad. Oh. Kind of like Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> really smart when it comes to sports and strategy. Yeah, true. That's true. Okay. So... I used to golf. I right. I like this occasion. story. Okay. Right. So my dad would say, before you putt, before yep. you go and putt, you before like your pre-shot routine, you have to imagine hitting the ball and it going into the cup. Yes. And if you can't see it going in, you're not ready to hit the ball. Love. Okay. Smart. That's image training. Smart. Because what you're doing is picturing yourself doing it, seeing it, and then you're you're going, let me do that now. Like your bot, this is what I'm doing. And you showed it. Yeah. But that last step of that, you're not ready for the shot is the thing that people leave out. Exactly. That you're just like, that's the money right there. That's the magical part. Yeah. Yeah. That's image yeah. training when you're like, yeah. do you, can you see it? Don't, don't hit then it. Then you're not ready. Don't do it till right. you can see it because then, and then it would be like, well, how do you hold, how did you hold your body when you imagined yourself doing mm. it? Hold it like that. Yeah. Cause your brain has associated that. Bumpa, he's so smart. He is so smart. Shout out. Shout out to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one is called Swish. Mm-hmm. I love this. I do this subtly with people a lot. Um, I'm going to tell you the dramatic version. I don't use the dramatic version, but <laughs> with myself I do, but not like on people. Okay. So it, it's, so again, it's Swish, which I think is, should be Switch, but 
it's called swish for some reason. Okay. So you create a really vivid image of what you don't want and you make it big and you make it bright. Now, if you're not naturally a visual person, you can actually draw it. You know what I mean? Oh, you can yeah. like yep. give it a name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you create a vivid picture of what you do want and you make it small and dull. Okay. Okay. And then you take the one that you want and you slowly make it brighter and bigger as you slowly make the one you don't want duller and smaller. Okay. And you just keep doing it, keep watching until you can do it. And then once like the you're comfortable in the one that you want being bigger and bright, you can see the other ones like gray and small in the background. Mm-hmm. You start to like assign a, a like a body position to it. And you like maybe think of a song that connects to it. Okay. So you're just switching. And what this does is it trains your brain to like seek out and amplify positive. Right. And weaken negative. Gotcha. So that's what that that's is. That's cool. It's very cool. Again, I use like a more mild version on people when people talk, because people always bring up what they don't want or what they're afraid of. So you can do this with fear and desire. Oh, right. So then you, you kind of like lessen and make fun of the fear with right. them. You yes. make fun of them. Yeah. And then you amplify the thing that they, they want, want to them. And that's, yep. that's what that is. I love it. Okay. Modeling. This is just the idea that you should surround yourself with people that you want to be like and learn from. What's that they say about like the five people you you spend the most time with? That's that's listed in this yes you have to like write it down who Mm -hmm. are they what are they like um it's big on like why are you learning something from someone you don't want to be like right like you shouldn't be in that room nlp would tell you turn around and leave which would be a problem in like school (laughs) yeah or work yeah exactly exactly exactly. so but it's like why are you why are you like learning a technique from like a finance person that you're not trying to emulate that's a great point. Do you know what I mean? It would right. say, that doesn't make any sense. Don't right. do that. You're going to model the wrong behavior. Right. I mean, there's a lot of privilege in that, like you said, that like oh, yes. we can't just walk out of school or walk it, out of work. But when you can, when you, can you should. make that choice. Right. Exactly. Okay. Mirroring, which is a body language technique. Mm-hmm. So you can see our episode on that. But yep. basically just like people get really caught up. Like they have to like be like, like pretend they're in a like mirror. Like a mime? Yeah. Like right. a mime or right. something. No. No, no, right. No. But like if the person you're with is sitting in like a very relaxed pose, you should too. Right. You know, the very simple one I tell people to do all the time is when someone takes a sip of their drink, take one too. It just connect makes the person think like we're on the same page. We're really You're playing. connecting, right? Yeah. They don't know they're thinking that. No, right. Much to it. Okay. And then the last one is incantations. That's the word they use. Incantations. What? Really? Wow. Yes. So it's using body language and state while saying an affirmation. So this is when, hmm, like, like, if you ever go to a Tony Robbins seminar, you have to say yeah. the word yes, and you have to pick, like, a thing that you do, like a fist pump, or mine is, like, a snap, like, or whatever you're going to do, like, a squeeze that you do, and it alters your state into mm-hmm. the one you need to be in to attract the thing you're trying to attract. Again, like I said before, this is all very witchy stuff. So it's literally called incantation. Right. But you have this, yeah. like, white guy up front doing it, and he's <laughs> not selling it like that. He's selling it as... As like a success tool. Like a corporate success seminar. Exactly. And so everyone gets on board with it. Exactly. But no one would go if you said it was like spell casting for beginners. Exactly. (laughs) But that's what it is. I mean, that's what spells have always been. Always been. Anytime that you're using language to pull in something that you want. You're spelling. That's spell work. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Now, I want to play a video for you. You love videos lately. I know. Well, I feel like it just like adds (laughs) to the episode. I have two. Okay. Okay. This one is of Tony Robbins using NLP. And 
it's like an old example. And if you don't know who Tony Robbins is and you've never heard him talk, I have to warn you that he has the deepest, most gravelly, it's a gravelly voice, voice. that you've yeah. ever heard. He has some kind of like hormone problem that caused him to be so giant and have... Oh, really? Voice. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so it, his voice might be jarring at first. It's an old clip, but it illustrates NLP so well yep. that I feel like it's perfect. Okay. Okay, so just to quickly set this up. You're, this is at a Tony Robbins seminar. It looks to me like the early 90s. Jamie, you can also make the call when we see it. <laughs> but he's doing the thing where he's he's showing you examples of using NLP. And he's like demonstrating on people. Okay. Okay. What's been, uh, what have you been trying to get to the work? What needs are you trying to be primarily at the top of your work and yourself? I have had a very severe gambling problem over a number of years. Um, I managed to keep the habit of that about 12 months ago, but unfortunately I've been left with enormous amounts of debt. Um, for me to get rid of the debt, I need to work. Okay. Alright, I'm going to stop it there for a second. Can you describe what just happened to that lady when she said she needs to work? She, um, well, she like shut down, her voice clogged up like she was going to cry. She touched her face and she looked down. Yeah, so how, just basic NLP, what do you think she associates with work? It's not good. No, like, like the whole, like system shut down. Exactly. Like she, like her whole thing turned off. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Here she's talking about the bag. Yeah. Okay, so to an NLP person, yeah. we immediately know the bag yep. is her problem. Yes. Okay. okay. You got and it? It looked like she... The video, you can only see her face, but it looked like she actually moved her body, so she was hold, physically like holding an invisible bag. Yes. Like and a it, luggage. She touches her face every time she says it as and well. And her eyes look up to the... like It almost looks like she's rolling her eyes when she's saying it, but she, her eyes are just like going up. Yes. So yeah. remember, and up, that's the, uh, visual. Register, right. Okay. Ready? I love this shit. Okay, I get a lot of problems with Tony Robbins, but I I love his work. Like the like yeah. the energy completely just like it yeah. turns. It was almost like she stopped breathing when he offered this option of actually just like not holding it. Yes. Yeah. She, and then he he made her laugh. Yes. Okay. By saying she's, he's going to shoot it in a rocket, rocket up to space. Right. Okay. Now, if you can see in the video, she's free, laughing. She looks like. You can just tell he just used magic on her. Yeah, like if you didn't know the story, you'd say that's a woman that's like full of joy. Like Exactly. Yeah. Okay, watch this. Um, yeah, that'd get rid of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> and after that's happened, tell me what happens when you walk outside. Um, the world's a lot a lot nicer place. Life isn't so tough, it's not so stressful. And how does work feel now? Oh, really?
Oh, I thought she hated her job. Do you, he changed the story. Yeah. Do you see, like, I hope that that comes through in the audio that she went from, couldn't even say the word work. She was crying because what she had associated to it was the heavy bag. Right. The, right. The obligation. He literally altered her state. But he said, put the bag down. He picked up the choose visual, right? She's right. describing it. Mm-hmm. He said, put the bag down. And she did. And she couldn't breathe for a second. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, what if we shot it to he space? Made her laugh. And he made her laugh. And right. she pictured it, yep. right? And then immediately, she he said, okay, go outside. What does life look like? He's just saying, picture. He's not telling her to do anything. No. He, it was he like, didn't say, let it go. No, it was like he just like made her aware of the possibility Yes, just oh, imagine what it would be like if you didn't have the bag. Right. And she started talking about work, like, it, and she talked about how much she enjoyed it. And she smiled, and she was mm. in a completely different state than she was before. And that's why Tony Robbins is a fucking master at wow. this. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that amazing? Tony? Yeah. Like, it's, it's super cool. I'll have to post the clip on, yeah. on social media. But, like, that is the beauty of NLP because that lady is now going to go out. She still has work ahead of her. Definitely. But her attitude and how she feels when she deals with it is going to be so different. Well, because he shifted that narrative in her mind. It doesn't now have to be this like anchor. Exactly. So which then changes her entire outlook, changes her map. Exactly right. Right. He took the, what she had associated to healing her gambling, which Mm -hmm. was carrying a heavy bag and she going to work clearly for her i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna like intuitively read a bit of it Mm -hmm. but clearly to her that was carrying the bag like work was only to like get that debt gone so she associated work with the shame the shame of what was left over and then when she got rid of the bag it was she enjoyed work right like think of how life-changing that's incredible okay that's wow yeah so i want to tell you about a little criticism of nlp because we have to be fair fair is fair right okay right the first is, or I guess the biggest one is people saying like, you can't use it to cure illness. Okay. Like, I feel like this with every tool like this, where people are like, people are saying like, you know, don't go get medical treatment for cancer, just use NLP. I mean, exactly. And that's the problem with this whole industry or whatever yeah. culture you want to call it, right. right? Like everything's black and white. Yeah. And, you know, it reminds me of the Dr. No episode we yes. did last week where doctors were calling her a quack and saying all these mean things about her because she right. was also bringing in, like, affirmations and things. Mm-hmm. Like, So some of this reads like that to me. Right. Like, why can't we do both? Exactly. So should you, like, not go to therapy because you, you know, had one NLP session? No. no. Should you not, you know, get treatment for your disease or take medicine? No, you should definitely do that. But you yeah. could also try this too. Right. Why not support support it with that exactly okay the other thing is that it's really hard to prove the benefits of this in a trial yeah exactly Because like if i submitted that woman <laughs> right as evidence how am i going to prove that? right right that's the problem that's always the problem when we're presenting things like this mm-hmm. that it's not measurable yeah enough by science exactly to meet people's expectations exactly like you can't measure some their demands in their blood right what's in their blood and then like check it after and it's better Mm -hmm. okay um and then the other thing is it's called pseudoscience a lot and also new age yeah to me as soon as you call something new age i'm i'm out like i know that 
you, you don't understand. I, I, I'm just yeah. like, are you a member of the evangelical church? Like, yeah, you don't understand what you're talking about. No, and right. you don't care to. Like, right. It's such a red flag when anyone calls anybody new, new age. age to me. Yep. Yeah, because no. it's actually old age. It's, <laughs> it's actually like intuition. Ages. Yeah. Right, intuition's the oldest of ages. Exactly right. Um, and it's also a lot of times used to describe something being culturally appropriated, which yep. makes it even crazier Worse, to me. Right. Yeah. But like I said before, the military does use it. Right, so it's going to have some credibility. Exactly. Okay, and then just to end, mm-hmm. I have to play a video of one of the founders talking. Okay. Because I just feel like it helps people get a feel for who people are. All right, so I'm just going to play you a little clip of Dr. Richard Bandler speaking. Okay. It's a journey. Now, this is the guy who's... <laughs> that does not bode well. <laughs> this is the guy who... <laughs> has the conspiracy weird thing with oh, the, the murder shot. Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. Happened. This is how I experience listening to this. And I, I feel like you will too. And I want to know if the listeners do. Like I started to get mad and then he'd say something else and I was like, oh, okay. And then I'd be like, wait a minute, what? And then I'm like, oh, okay. So I just want to see, see if that NL- NLPing you. Yeah. <laughs> so, ready? Now, they say on your IQ test that you're a genius. But if you're miserable all day long, then, you know, you're intelligently doing stupid things we have more evidence that placebos work as well as a lot of drugs and i think placebos work because you believe in them and with my athletes uh, a lot of them were on steroids they believed they couldn't hit the ball as well without it and while they do make it's your muscles a lot. stronger so sure does exercise and eating right i started giving them placebo i had them taking multi-minerals and believing that they would replace their steroids and be even better and some of them ended up doing better than they did with the steroids. Hmm. It, what's important is is not that you deceive yourself with a placebo, but that you realize the power of belief. I teach people how to control their thoughts and their mind in a way where they get control of their brain so they can control their own thoughts, the way they feel, the way they think, and therefore what they can do. Personal power is knowing what you do well and what you don't do well, which is where people get into trouble. People come in and and say with absolute conviction, I have bad judgment. And see, if you know what you do well and you don't do well, then you should know what to do next to become a better person. Mm. And as long as you're better than you were yesterday and a week ago and a month ago, you're headed in the right direction. Making the same mistake, it's not a good idea. And I assume that everything is a possibility and can be done. See what I mean? Get like, yeah. wait, what? And then, oh, okay. I mean, it was a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. But that part about him that he said about the beliefs, mm-hmm. like you're, I don't know, I don't remember exactly what he said, but like, like the placebo stuff. The placebo and that like you're as strong or as good as mm-hmm. you believe you are. Yeah. I am in agreement with him 100%. on that. But that type of, that line, that type of thinking I'm not saying that's where he is, uh-huh. but that line of thinking is exactly how you end up in a cult. Yeah. That's how you pull people into a cult when you're, it's like, it's not that, it's not that thought. It's the next thought, which is, so you're better than everybody else. Yes. Because you can, you can manage your, your beliefs. Yes. You can manage your manifestations. Mm-hmm. You're better than other people. Yeah. You're more powerful. You're like... You're this like secret <laughs> sect of society that yeah. like should live away from everybody. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that that's what he's saying. No, I know what that's you That's how it's, the bad guys use it against people. Work. It's the groundwork. For that them. like, that you're superior. Yeah. And that you're more special. Yeah, exactly. 
when what you're really doing is just understanding yourself. Exactly. And you're taking away some of the stories that only hurt you. Exactly. Like if you think you have bad judgment, mm-hmm. then you're going to act as if you have bad judgment and that only hurts you. Exactly. It doesn't hurt me. So if you change right. your story, you're improving your life, your map, mm-hmm. your experience. So that's where it's beautiful. Powerful. And that's it's beautiful in how like Tony used it to help mm-hmm. that woman. Like right. that those parts of it are amazing. Yep. But the parts that make me nervous are yep. the parts where like when you truly understand how someone's mind works, it's really easy to control them. And manipulate them. Can I say something like really controversial and you can like tell me to cut it out of the episode if you want? Oh sure. I think I could be a really successful cult leader if I wanted. <laughs> this only needs to be cut out if you actually plan on starting a I cult. I have no... Here's Because that's the evidence. That... Here's my downfall. I don't want to be around people that much. I, I was actually going to say the same thing about you, but I didn't know if it was too and far. I also like, care way too much like about... Like, like, imagine in a cult, you turn everyone into just like thinking the way you think. I would get so bored. It's boring. Like, what would I be analyzing? Everything would be boring. Yeah, it wouldn't be fun for you. Yeah. But I just, I think to your point, without like the cult part, is that like, <laughs> that's what makes you different than like a Nancy Saltman. Yeah. That like, you would never use this information to harm people. No. And it's the same in every modality. It's the same in any kind of healing. Yes. Are you using your abilities, your gifts, your training, your education to help people yeah. or to harm them. Yeah. And not to make this about Nancy Saltzman because people who haven't heard, like watched The Vow are probably like, what are you talking right. about? But also like, I do feel like she was really conned. I think she should yes. have figured it out. Yes. She got, she was a player who got played. But like, if I right. was like in my twenties right. and like, was really good at this, I could see myself getting sucked into a bad place with it. Right. Cause you can feel really powerful when you are able to help people yeah. as well as you can. When you understand how people work, mm-hmm. it gives you a lot of power so yeah. you have to be careful. Of course. Yeah. So I love NLP. I think you should use NLP. I think you should go learn more about NLP. I barely touch the surface, Yeah. but I also think be very mindful if you're doing something and someone's using it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going for success coaching and someone's like, here's a great way to make a sale using NLP. Cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But like if it starts to be like, here's how to control people. Mm-hmm. Here's why you need to think this way and like right. my way, not the way that serves you. That's when I want you to walk right out of the room. Right. And use your intuition. Like you'll know if it feels icky. Like you'll know when that person's starting to yes. turn the corner and it's Trust it's feeling me. yucky. Trust it. Yeah. Don't be polite and stay. Walk out. Yeah. Walk right out. Yeah, that civility. We've been trained that yeah. that we have to be like civil to people. Yeah. And that's how people get stuck in situations where they should have left a long time ago. Myself included. Same. I mean, when you take I whenever someone's like be polite, that's like a it's a red flag for me now. That red like yeah. nope. Yeah. When you take when you do like um women's self defense training, mm. they spend a lot of time telling you that like as soon as you're uncomfortable hurt their feelings yes walk away because so many people will let somebody in their space or touch them for too long or make them uncomfortable and afterwards when they're the victim of something they'll say like i i knew it that's i just didn't want to be rude again if, if you haven't heard it but like if in the Kristen smart trial yes that so many people talked about that yeah. guy and yeah. how he was just like the guy that everyone knows from their high school. 
the creep the creep that follows people around and and no one knows how to say no and no one knows how to get rid of him and Mm -hmm. he just tags along yeah say no say no say no he can feel uncomfortable he's making you feel uncomfortable then he can feel uncomfortable also yes if if you say to someone like hey you're making me uncomfortable can you step back a little bit and they decide to be mad at you for that they're a a terrible human well and it's confirmation that you're absolutely doing the right thing and that that your intuitions picked it up already exactly exactly okay so took a weird there's our self-help there's your (laughs) self-defense what do they say on crime junkies like stay weird stay alive what is it it's like stay weird stay alert stay alive or something something like that we need to have our own yeah like be rude Use your intuition. Offend everybody. Offend everyone and (laughs) listen to Taylor Swift's new album. Hey everyone, Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.